0: and welcome back to another episode of Divorce Made Me Funny. And this is going to be the last episode posted in 2023. So, happy New Year. I hope you all had a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever holiday you celebrate. I hope it was amazing and spent with loved ones, yummy food, just celebrating the holidays, all of the things. I hope it was amazing for all of you. And for this last episode, I thought it would be fun to talk about the things that I learned this year, and I did a little play on the year, so 23 things I learned in 2023, but before we get into it, obviously we have to do our weekly bits, so my bow day, my humbling experience, and my fave slash rec this week. Um. Okay, let's just dive right in. My bow day this week was definitely Thursday. It was my company's Christmas party and my lovely bosses hosted a dinner at their house and we played a lot of fun Christmas games and just celebrated, you know, the holiday together and it was so much fun. We had an ornament exchange and I walked away with a killer ornament um, that has to do with Austin and it says, I'm dreaming of a white queso. And it's from that restaurant, El Ario, whatever. Y'all know what I'm talking about, that famous sign in Austin. I should know the name, but I don't. Anyway, but it was so much fun. I also walked away with a $25 Amazon gift card because I only won one of the 12 games that we played. So it was just great. It was so much fun. Definitely a bow day and a few of my coworkers, their wives wore bows to the event and I was like oh my god you guys it's a bow day and they were like uh-huh it's also the holiday. And I was like all right you know what it's fine <laughs> but so much fun. It was definitely a bow day and then my humbling experience this week also has to do with work. Um, it was I believe it was Wednesday. I can't remember what day it actually was but at um like my building that I work in, you know, it's got a lot of different, you know, tenants. It's not just us. So we also have a community manager who is in charge of the building. Um, She is a character. She's a lot of fun. And uh, oh my God, you guys. So after lunch one day, I pulled into a parking spot right outside Like, right outside of the building. Like, you could see, like, my parking job from the door. And I was straight. My parking was straight, you know. And I got out of the car, and I'm walking in. And usually, I just like to check my parking, you know, as I get out of the car. I'm like, oh, okay, good. I walk into the building, and then right when I open the door, I'm also turning around to see the the parking job that I did. And I was so over the line. But I was straight, so I didn't realize it. And I was like, (gasps) so I turn around... And I was like, I need to fix that. Like, I said it out loud. I was like, I need to go fix that. And uh, the community manager who was working the front desk, she was like, yeah, you do. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I mean, at least I admitted it. But you did not have to, like, you know, put me in my place. I was like, oh, my God. And I was just, like, kind of embarrassed. And I fixed the parking. And then I walked in. And I just, like, shamefully walked to the elevator. I was like, please don't look at me. And so it was just a little humbling because – I mean, I can parallel park. I'm not a bad parker. Um, I'm not the best driver, but I can park a car. And I was just like, oh, that's so embarrassing and humbling. So definitely a good humbling experience to share on the pod. And then my fave slash wreck this week is a food. It's a concoction. I will share the recipe because it's not mine. I got it from the internet. But I I call it Cheese it Crack. And it's basically a bunch of Cheez-Its that, you know, like a box of them or however many you want to make. And then you mix it with like olive oil or any kind of oil, um, like onion power, onion powder, garlic powder, uh, salt. No, maybe not salt. Uh, what else do you put in it? Oh, a ranch seasoning packet, uh, red pepper flakes. And then you put it in the oven at like 200 degrees it can't be too hot because you don't want to burn the crackers and you just mix it around for like an hour every 20 minutes you know or you mix it every 20 minutes while it stays in the oven for an hour and it's just delicious it's so good I made it for Thanksgiving I took it home with me and everyone loved it I made it for this Christmas sleigh night that I hosted S-L-E-I-G-H because we're in the holiday spirit everybody there loved it so it's definitely a good little you know snack and it's not just for the holidays it could be for anything so it's definitely going to be a new snack that I make all of all the time so it's delicious I highly recommend it cheese it crack by Reagan who got the internet or who got the recipe from the internet so yep there we go quick little weekly bit and now we're just gonna segue into the episode 23 things that I learned in 2023. And you guys, this year was definitely a good one. Um in retrospect, 2022 was not like the hardest year of my life cuz like that sounds really dramatic, but it was challenging just in my like mental state. Um I had some things go down that like I wallowed in for a while and it just wasn't a good year. And I made it a point at the beginning of the year that I was going to make this year the best that I could and really, you know, enjoy it and not fall victim into, or not fall into like this victim mindset mentality that I had last year. I was like, shut up, you know, have a good year, make it great. So that's what I did. And I ended up doing, I did a pretty good job. I, I had a good year. Um, learned some things, which is obviously what I'm talking about. And I have them, you know, written down, obviously, because 23 things is a lot to remember. And they're not in any specific order. Some of them are funny. Some of them are like, you know, basic things that I feel like everybody says that they learned, you know, that year. Um, But if it's, you know, something a little out there, obviously, I'll tell the story because the first one is needs some context as to how I learned that one. But that's what we're going to do. So we're going to get into it. Number one, <laughs> falling and bruising your tailbone really, really hurts. So obviously, I did that this year. Um, I went to Turks and Caicos for a family vacation back in August. And on like our second or third day, we did a boat excursion. So we got on a boat and went to different spots around, you know, the ocean. And, you know, it was so much fun. And I realized very quickly that I did not, ha- I don't have. What Gwyneth calls sea legs she was like you need your sea legs I was like what the fuck are sea legs like hello I've never heard that term before turns out I do not have them but I've been on boats before and I didn't fall as many times as I fell that day we didn't even leave the I fell total three times and the first time I fell we didn't even leave the dock yet Uh, we were still like I think we were still anchored in or if not we were like you know getting out of the cove that the boat was in and This boat had like a little staircase. It was like four step, not four, but a little stairway into the cabin where there was like a bed and like a kitchenette and a living room bathroom, you know, to paint the visual in your mind. And I was just, you know, skipping down the stairs. (laughs) Like I was just walking normally. I fell, I slipped and like fell down the stairs on my side and like landed on like my thigh. And I was like, oh my gosh. And everybody was like, are you good? And I'm like, yeah, you like got right back up. I mean, it hurt, but like not where I was crying. I was just like, why? How embarrassed, humbled. I was like, oh my God, way to start off the boat excursion. And fun fact, I I didn't have any alcohol in my system. I was sober as a nun and I was just fallen. So that was the first time. The second time I, or I fell four times actually. I fell four, not three. The second time I fell was when we got to the first little stop that we made, which was at this like rusted shipwreck in the middle of the ocean. I don't really know how that was staying afloat, but it was on top of the water. And you could basically climb up this steep ladder and then you jump off of it, whatever. But we, you know, anchor in and I'm going to jump to swim to the... Rusted shipwreck, and I, you know, how boats have that little like pad, like you know, thing at the bottom, like that you can stand on. I don't know what the technical name of it is, but I was on that little ledge and I went to go jump and I slipped. And if I didn't, like, you know, move my legs up the way that I did, I probably would have broken both of my shins on the boat. So I was like, this is gonna be a good experience. I fell into the water and you know it was fine it didn't hurt I was just like are you kidding me how did I slip again go up the ladder and then we get to the part of the shipwreck where you jump off and my brother Reese he jumped off like just fine you know fell like you know pencil dived right in and Then it was my turn and it was a lot higher it didn't look as high from afar but then when you were there you were like looking down and you were like this is a very you know big jump that I'm about to do and I was just trying to you know build up my confidence and I was like just do it you got to run you got to jump the captain and the boat hand were yelling pencil dive I was like okay I know how to pencil dive like I'll do that so but my mind like my mindset was that I needed to jump off far enough so that when I landed in the water I wouldn't be pushed by the current into the shipwreck. I was really nervous about the rusted ship. I was like, I can't hit that. I don't want to hit that. So I take a, I take a few steps back and I'm starting to, you know, sprint to pencil dive. Right when you, you know, jump, I lost my footing and slipped. Don't worry, I didn't hit the rusted boat, but it fucked up my pencil dive. So instead of going straight into the water, I went sideways into the water and landed on my side. There's a video. Um, maybe I'll post it to the Divorce Made Me Funny Instagram. So give it a follow if you don't, if you want to see that video. And it hurt. I was like, what the hell? And also that jump, I was like, you know, falling into the water. And I remember thinking that I should be in the water at this point, but I was still falling. And I was like, that was a big jump, but that's not, that's again, that was just some context. When I bruised my tailbone was a couple hours later. Sorry, I ended up going off on a little tangent about me falling in Turks and Caicos, but we're st- stick with me. I'm, I'm almost done uh, my recent Gwyneth, my siblings, they were swimming with the captain to go catch some lobster. (laughs) And I stayed on the boat. And I will admit at this point, I had a few glasses of rose. So I wasn't 100% sober. But Gwyneth was swimming back to the boat and she's holding this lobster. And I was like, I have to get this on film. So I'm standing there like on the little ledge of the boat and I'm just filming. I'm literally just standing. And then I guess a wave, you know, hit the boat and my sea legs weren't intact and I was standing. And then the next thing I knew, I landed on my tailbone and landing on your tailbone is different from landing on your butt. Like I felt this fall, like it took a second to register. And then I felt it like throughout my whole body, like my, my back. And I was like, (gasps) like, my legs I was like oh my gosh like that really hurt and the boat hand I can't remember his name but he was like are you okay like everybody heard it they were like are you okay and I was like yeah like I'm good and they were like and he told me he was like do not stand up you could have broken it and I was like did I really fall that hard I was like no like I'm fine no I'm like I'm literally fine you guys like do not worry about me I stand up and it, I'm, I'm in pain I'm like holding back tears and I sit down on like the cushioned Seat, and I'm like sitting there, and I have my sunglasses on, and I'm trying not to cry because I didn't want anybody to think I was having a bad time in Turks and Caicos. I was like, I'm good, I'm good. My dad was like, You know, you didn't cry, like that sounded like it really hurt. Like, it's okay to cry, like, you don't need to be brave. I was like, No, I'm good. Let a few tears shed, took some ibuprofen, drank more, and then forgot about it. I couldn't really feel my legs for the rest of the day, but then. The next morning, I could not sit down without, you know, doing this whole like maneuver. And I it hurt for like a week, like just constant pain for like a week afterwards. And then once it hit that week mark, I was like, I think I should go to the doctor because should it still be hurting? Like, hello? Like, did I break it? Because if you break your tailbone, there's nothing you can do about it. You just have to, you know, deal with it. So I ended up going to like urgent care and they x-rayed it. I just bruised it, but it, it, it hurts and it still hurts to this day. Like if I sit down for too long or if I'm in a car or if I'm standing for too long, it just starts to hurt and I just learned. Like I'd never broken a bone before in my life, so I don't know what that feels like. Not that I broke my tailbone, but you get what I'm saying. I was like, oh my gosh. So falling on your tailbone actually really, really hurts and it will hurt Later in life, it's so funny, but I learned that. I did. I learned that this year. Sorry, that was a long story, but I just felt like you guys needed that context to understand how I learned that that hurt. So that's number one. Number two, if you speak it and believe it, it'll come true. If you manifest correctly, it will. And boy, oh boy, did I manifest this year, mainly because I would just say things and then they would like happen. I went through like a week of manifesting things. I'm not kidding. Like, I remember one day I was like, I really want a Nintendo Switch. I went home with one. I I, I was able to get one. <laughs> I remember I also bought um, Joshua Bassett tickets this year. And <laughs> I took my friend Emma and like that day I was like, what if we met Joshua Bassett? We kind of met Joshua Bassett. He like came in through the crowd and shook mine and him his hand. And I was like, oh my gosh, I manifested that. I also really wanted to meet my new favorite comedian, Michael Longfellow. Um, he's on SNL. If you are my friend, I'm sorry. I've probably forced you to watch every single video of him like ever. I love him. I have such a big crush on him. And he went to Houston in the summer and I bought a VIP table and I was like, I want to meet this man and I met him but that could be like with anything like I feel like if you just you know speak it into existence and you truly believe it's gonna happen and it could be anything I just put my silly celebrity stories in there but it's really with anything you it'll come true if you like truly believe that it will so manifest baby just manifest (sighs) oh my god I forgot I wrote this one number three (laughs) If even if you are out of their league and they seem like a nice guy that won't, you know, you know, play you, you will get played. Trust no one. Y'all, I got played so hard this year. It's actually laughable now, but at the time it wasn't. And I just was like, (gasps) didn't think it was going to happen. Maybe not trust no one. Proceed with caution because even the ugly ones will get you. God. Anyway, we're going to move on. We're not going to stick. That story does not need the time of day. We're going to move on. Number four, just because your life looks different than other people's your age, it doesn't mean you're failing. It really doesn't. Everybody goes at life at their own pace. I'm like leaning over. I just realized I like have a hunchback. Um, Everybody has their own pace in life and have different priorities and, you know, it, it looks different with everyone, even my friends. Like we all have different, we're all in the same stage of life, but we're doing it differently. And I don't think that that means any of us are failing. It's just how life is. So if you're like, oh, my friend's getting married and I'm not even close to it. I hate my life. Y'all, come on. It'll happen. Don't worry about it. And that could be with anything. So I learned that. Number five, things do not get handed to you. You have to work for it. I I, I feel like everyone always knows that. But it just kind of really resonated with me this year. You you, know, you got to work for it. You can't expect things to be handed to you. I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory. I'm sure you all know that. But again, it just is something I was like, oh, yeah, I need to work for that if I really want it. Um, number six, <laughs> making your annual doctor's appointments makes your life way easier if you do it early instead of waiting until the last minute, <laughs> I used to, oh my God, I used to just, like, for example, my uh, prescription, when the year's up, I'm like, oh, the year's up, I need to go to the doctor. And then I can't get into the doctor for like three months. And then I'm like, I don't have that prescription because they won't renew it. There's a reason why they send you that, hey, make your annual appointment reminder two months in advance. I just did it actually. Um, Dr. Dentist, uh, your car registration, just do it early, get it done. Cause then you won't have to worry about it later. So I'm very proud of myself for accomplishing that small of a task, but it truly makes a difference and you'll have your meds or your glasses or whatever you need you'll have it done and you won't have to worry about it. So there's that pain. Number seven, pain can be necessary for growth. Um, not, maybe not your tailbone pain, but any kind of growing pain I think is necessary. Sometimes you need to feel it to move on from it or learn from it. So just because you're in emotional pain doesn't mean it'll last forever. Um, you'll learn from it. So, Yeah. Number eight, it's okay to step back and take time to yourself. Um, I have really made it a priority this year to make time for me. Um, I'm sure if you, I think it's the second episode, you know, self-care and wellness in your 20s. So, you know, you can go back and listen to that. I didn't realize how important self-care was and, you know, having that alone time really can, you know, be beneficial. I learned that this year. So, yeah. And it's okay to say no to things. It's okay to prioritize yourself. If you don't feel like doing something that day, you know, it's okay to say no. So, yeah. Number nine, the hardest thing about going to the gym is actually going. Once you're there, it's easy. I mean, yes, you might have a difficult workout, like, yeah, but the real challenge there is just getting there, because I know that I, I I go to Hotworks, and I know that once I'm there, I'm having the time of my life, like, well, let's not get too crazy, but I'm feeling good, and I'm doing the workout full out, and I'm, you know, earning the burn, (laughs) um, sweating out those toxins, (laughs) Um, but the thing that, like, kind of like is like ugh, it's the actually getting there because once you're there it's it's fine you're there so just do it so if you're someone who's like i need to go to the gym but i just don't want to trust me the hardest thing is just getting there so learn that number 10 oh that's kind of the same as number eight but a little different self-care is so so important remember to take that time for yourself at least once a week I literally is the same thing as number eight. Oh well it's just worded differently it's too late now we're gonna move forward so yeah take credit or not take credit that's the next one <laughs> take time for yourself it's important do your skincare watch your favorite tv show make yourself dinner just take that time number 11 give credit where credit is due um I I think it's easy for people to take credit for things that they didn't necessarily do and I know that I, I'm, I'm I've am i been guilty of that in the past for sure where I'm like yeah I did that Ooh. but I know that you know someone helped me or it was a team effort or whatever in any aspect of life like personal work like you know it, it could be anything um and I know that When I accomplish something and then someone like gives me the credit, it does feel like really good because you're like, Yeah, I did do that. Like, maybe that person won't know that I did it. But when you know they end up knowing or just giving you that little thanks and the pat on the back, it really is like a confidence boost almost. And I'm just like, Yep, I did that. So, yeah, just give credit to people that deserve it, don't take it for yourself. Unless you did it for yours, unless you did it yourself, obviously take the credit then. But if you have people to thank, make sure you let them know that because you never know how they're feeling. Yeah. Okay. Number twelve. Get your eyes checked and make sure your contacts actually work. So, fun fact: I went years, years. Being essentially blind. I got my eyes checked in high school and I didn't get my eyes checked again until the beginning of this year. And you guys, I am so like, I can't see. I cannot see without my glasses. Everything is so blurry. The astigmatisms that I have, insane. And the reason I say make sure your contacts work is because you know, my doctor prescribed me these monthly contacts. I have them in right now. And I've had issues with them all fucking year. Like if I'm wearing the contacts, you're going to know I'm wearing them because I'm constantly like fidgeting with my eye um, or my vision goes really blurry. And I'm like, what's the point of these stupid contacts if they're not going to work? Because you do spend, I mean, my insurance did not want to help me out in the eye department. So I had to like buy I they covered half of it or not I can't remember but I bought a 6 month supply at the beginning of the year and then in June I bought another 6 month supply and I'm like I spent all that money on these contacts so you best believe I'm going to wear them they're not cheap and they don't even fucking work they don't work so like I said I made an eye doctor appointment I'm going in a couple weeks and I'm going to be like give me new contacts or tell me why these aren't working because Y'all have no idea how irritating it is when you can't see, especially when there's contacts in your eyes. And all my friends that wear contacts, I like talk to them about it. They're like, yeah, we don't have that issue. There's something wrong with you. And I was like, oh, okay. And I don't know if it's because like I have like these certain astigmatisms and like one contact is like a different prescription than the other. And they're actually really thick contacts. I, I, I really, I don't, I don't know but I do know that I don't like it when they don't work and everybody's like Reagan's wearing contacts. You know, she's going to complain about it. I'm like, yep, because it's not a vanity thing for like my glasses. I just don't like feeling them on my face. Like I get really irritated even when I'm wearing sunglasses for a long time. So if I don't have to wear my glasses, I won't, but I also like to see So I I had that struggle this year. So hopefully I get it in check this next year, so I'll be able to see without wanting to rip my eyes out of their sockets because it's the worst, so bad. So yeah, or save up money for LASIKs, LASIK whatever it's called, the eye surgery, because I just don't understand why when Like, people, some people are born with 20-20 vision and they never have to go to the eye doctor and they're good to go. But if you can't see, you spend hundreds of dollars on contacts, glasses to be able to see. It's like, I'm not saying it should be free, but I'm saying it shouldn't be so expensive because it's rude and it's kind of a necessity. Like, on my um, license, it says if I don't have my glasses on at night and I get pulled over, I could get like a fat ticket for not wearing them or something like that I can't remember what it's like because when I went and took my driver's test and they do that thing where you have to like do your eye vision I was like oh my gosh I said this to the DMV person I was like I can't see any of this why did I do that I don't know and I was like can I go get my glasses and they're like sure and so I did that did the little exam and then they were like oh yeah by the way now you have to wear your glasses when you drive and I was like fine so Tread lightly when you're at the DMV. (laughs) All right. Number 13. Moving on. Weekly rituals or something of the sort are so much fun. And make them, like, make those plans with your friends, family, loved ones. So, this really, honestly, like, this past year, every Tuesday, I go to the movies with my friend Caroline every Thursday I do trivia night with my friend Emma and Luke and then every Sunday Emma makes soup um for super Sunday that started when football season started but those like little weekly things that I I mean rituals is kind of a weird word but I feel like that's the right term for it weekly plan I don't know name it what you want um I found that I have, not to say I have something to live for, but you have something to be excited about, you know, like every Tuesday I'm like, oh, what movie am I seeing tonight? Like, I'm so excited or, you know, trivia. I love going to trivia and it's so much fun. Or like, what soup is i going to make? And I just find it just another thing to do with friends that is different. And you know, you're not going to like out, you know, you're not going out to the bars every weekend and that could be your weekly, that could be your ritual if you want it to be or your plan. But having these plans in the weeknights too, because I used to be very like weeknight, I have to prepare for the next day, I need that time, which granted, sometimes you do. But you know, making those plans and having them like kind of a reoccurring thing. is just really refreshing, I feel like and out there and fun. So I just, I've really loved doing that with them this year. And hope to keep it up so I find it real helpful I don't know like just fun it's a it's a fun time so if you're someone who's like Ugh, I don't do anything on the week weeknights find something to do on the weeknights it could be anything it could be anything you want it to be it doesn't have to be mine it could be going to a coffee sh- going and trying a new coffee shop going to a new restaurant I don't fucking know I don't know just anything you want it to be um, it gives you purpose in life <laughs> or something to live for I don't know I'm moving on number 14 keep your good friends close I am very friend oriented um because I don't live I'm um, three hours from my family so my friends here are my family and I love them all to death and I just love having them around and keeping them close and having that, you know, family away from home sounds cheesy as hell, but it's true. And like, I feel like I got really lucky in finding all of them, even my long distance ones, you know, who don't live in this area, but having, you know, majority of them here has been really helpful because I know if you're someone who is away from home and you just, you know, need that, you know, support system and the people that cheer you on, it's scary and hard, so they're it's great to have them around, so keep your friends close and your enemies closer. <laughs> I'm kidding uh number fifteenth number fifteen, not fifteenth um growth is hard and challenging, but necessary. I feel like I have grown so much this year alone, and sometimes it really was a journey, you know, getting to where you're at or where I'm at right now, like emotionally, mentally, just, I was about to say physically, but I've been five, four since I was like 13. So, but it felt like a lot at times, like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but I'm very thankful for that growth and that challenge. Because it's also something I didn't realize until I was out of it. And I was like, oh, I grew from that sleigh Like, that kind of thing. So, if you're, you know, kind of in this hard place, just know you're probably growing from it. And you'll realize it later. So, number 16, touch the grass. (laughs) Have enrichment time and get outside. Um, I am someone who does not like to go outside. I'm not an outside person unless it's day drinking on a patio, or on a boat, or the beach, like I just won't go outside. But now I do. My friend Hannah actually, hey Hannah, hope you're listening. She was here back in April. And uh, a group of friend or a group of my friends, they live in Austin, and they would be posting on their stories like every week. And they're like having enrichment time outside. I was like, what the hell is that? And then Hannah came up to visit because we went to Taylor Swift, which was amazing. But the next like the day before we went she was like do you want to go have enrichment time and I was like what the hell is enrichment time like I've seen it but yes I want to experience it so like we went to this um store that's near my apartment and we got you know snacks and fun drinks and we went out to this little park that's by my house and We made friendship bracelets for this concert and we just hung outside. We listened to music and it was so much fun. And now I'll go on like daily walks outside. Uh, Not as much as I have been because it's the weather is getting colder and I have sensitive ears. Like if the wind is blowing and it's cold, my ears will hurt. So I'm like, I got to be careful with that. And I feel kind of silly wearing one of those little like head, like those ear warmer things when it's 40 degrees like it's not that cold I mean it's cold but it's not like I feel like earmuff cold I don't know so I haven't been doing it as much but I did find it beneficial and you like get in touch with nature so why not enjoy it so love that Uh, number 17 never stop learning another kind of basic one but you should constantly want to learn and grow your knowledge and you learn something new every day I feel like I feel like I learned something like just the other day but something new that I did learn today was that the actor who plays Troy Bolton's dad in high school musical Bart Johnson him and Blake lively are siblings like in-laws like i think he's married to her sister or something but something new you learn something new um and it could be pop culture or it could be you know something beneficial like in your job or your personal life you know so just never turn away from the idea of learning i'm getting philosophical here okay number 18 surround yourself by people who hold you accountable I can't stress that enough. If you're surrounded by people who kind of support you doing not great things, why the fuck are they in your life? Even if you know it's a bad thing, like have people hold, like hold people accountable and have people who hold yourself accountable because no one's going to give you a reality check more than them. And they'll be like, Reagan, girl, come on. My friend Katie actually did it to me last night. Thank you, Katie. She was like, I'm gonna give it to you straight, Reagan. This happened because of that. Like, I'm not going to get into it, but. Reality check, you know? So if you're kind of second-guessing those friendships and you're like, hmm, they're kind of letting me do these bad things, cut them out. Thank you, next. Yeah, okay. Number 19, comparison will literally cripple you. And I know for a fact that we all fall victim of that. It's very easy to compare ourselves to other people these days with social media and... It can literally just, you know, kill not kill you, metaphorically kill you. Because I know that, like, I'll look at someone's life that's on the internet and be like, oh, I want that so bad, you guys. But it's not real. Think about about social media for a second and tell me that, like, it's not just, like, the highlight reels of life. You don't see anybody posting, like, you guys, my girlfriend left me. I'm um, you know I'm doing bad nobody's posting shit like that because nobody wants to know that like you know nobody wants to show that they're having like not such a good time like they're only going to show when they feel good when they look good when they're somewhere cool like you know so don't compare yourself to others because it's not fun and I, it's a lot easier said than done I'm still doing it to this day I'll be like oh man I wish I looked like this or wish I was there like you know and it's just like why like why my friend Haley Glenn or Haley Schwitz I'm so sorry Haley I'm so sorry Haley Schwitz she just got married um she's really good at that like she's just like yeah I follow these people but I don't like like I don't want their life like influencers especially she's like nothing about that is appealing to me but like I'm not comparing myself I like to keep up with them but I'm not comparing and I envy that like I wish I had that because I don't so yeah number 20 be present it's so easy to just be on your phone or to be somewhere else in your head but if you just take the time and just be you know fully present and where you're at you won't regret it I kind of had that not little come to Jesus moment but when all of my friends were over at my Christmas sleigh night, I was sitting on the floor. We had just finished White Elephant and we were about to do, we were about to play Quiplash and we were all just like kind of giggling and I just realized I sat there and I was like, oh my gosh, like almost everyone that like I love is in this room. <gasps> like this is crazy. Like I'm very happy that you're all here. Like, you know, and you just get that like over sense of like joy and I wasn't on my phone like the entire time and I was just having a a blast. So and that's with anything. Um, I did it with a concert that I went to this year. I took like one video and I was like, oh, because like, let's be honest, like how often do you look back at the million videos you took at a concert? You, I mean, I do for Taylor Swift because I feel like that's a little different, but like my other ones, I do not look back at it at all. So I'm like, why was I so hellbent on getting those videos. Like, why didn't I just sit there and enjoy it? Maybe just get one, you know? So be present. 21. Sleep more. (sighs) My God, you guys. I have just come to the realization that if you sleep, it makes your life so much easier. Like, I was... I used to be someone who could like go to bed at you know midnight 1 2 a.m and I would wake up at 6 and be like you know ready to go but I think something has changed in my old age because if I don't get eight hours of sleep the night before I am struggling at work or the next day because obviously like on a weeknight or a week day you can't really sleep in so yeah I've just been very attuned to that and I'm just constantly making sure I'm getting the proper amount of sleep because it does help me the next day there was one day this year actually that I didn't go to bed for work until like three in the morning like three thirty. And I wake up for work at 6. And I was so down bad that next day. I was like, I can't breathe. Like, I'm just, I want to go to sleep. And I was like, I am never doing that shit again. Like, I am going to bed at 8 p.m. Like, I cannot, uh uh-uh. I'm just kidding, not 8. But I'm, like, kind of ready for bed by, like, (laughs) 9. So I can fall asleep by, like, 10. (laughs) But it really is beneficial, especially if you're someone who can't, who needs sleep. Just sleep more. It helps. Number 22, live life for you. Uh, Living life for you means living a life that represents and fills your soul with joy and pure happiness. Doesn't matter what other people are saying if you're living your life for yourself. Don't live it for others. I mean, yes, live it for others in a sense. But at the end of the day, you know, if you're not doing something that doesn't make you happy, what what are you doing? You know? Get out there. Have fun. I don't know. Like, just live it for yourself because you never know like what change you can make and how beneficial it can be for your life. So live life for you. (laughs) And then last and certainly not least, number 23, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Do things that scare you. I started a fucking podcast and it was terrifying. I was so scared of just being like, I mean, Here we are like I'm scared of being like judged and people being like the fuck this bitch started a pot like why like we never want to hear her talk and she thought it was a good idea but I it's been something that I've been dying to do and wanting to do and I'm very appreciative to all of you who listen and have like you know let me know how much you love it and I'm very grateful for it and none of that would have happened if I didn't you know take that leap of faith and like put it on the internet so and that could be with anything you know, mine just specifically was this podcast and I had that good example. But if you're, if you're someone who is like, I'm not going to do this. Like I was actually listening to the squeeze, um, Taylor Lautner and his wife's, uh, podcast and they had Sadie Robertson on and she was talking about when she was, uh, going on dancing with the stars and she kept being like, I'm afraid, like, I I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And her mom was like, well, Why? she was like because I'm afraid and she's like that's not a reason to not do something everybody's afraid like I'm not like if you can give me a legitimate reason on why you think you shouldn't do this then sure but I don't see why you shouldn't you know that's just her example but yeah if you're sitting there like I'm not gonna do it why because I'm scared okay maybe falling off a building is like jumping off that you know doing this but like if you're you know scared to move or whatever like let's say you get a new job somewhere but then you're like I'm not sure I'm gonna take it well why because I'm scared do it just do it the worst that can happen is well I don't know because it depends on the situation but yeah just don't be afraid to put yourself out there so that's the 23 things I learned in 2023 um before I end this episode though I'm not sure how long I've been talking um I feel like it was kind of short I feel like I flew through that but I'm not sure because when I record this, it gives me the beats. It doesn't give me like minutes. And I'm like, that's not accurate. Um, But I wanted to talk about something that I do every year and I have found it. I have found that it gives me like kind of like really good results that I encourage all of you to do. I saw it on TikTok in 2021 and I've been doing it every year ever since. So what you do... For, okay, I'll, for example, before 2022 started, I wrote down 10 things that I was grateful for that 2021 brought me. And I wrote it, you know, in the, I'm grateful for this, you know, all that. Then I wrote 22 things I wanted to happen in this next year. And, but I wrote them in the past tense as if they've already happened. And I went back A year later so now we're at the end of 2022 and I looked back on the 22 things that I wrote it's a lot of numbers that I'm saying I hope I don't get this isn't too confusing I looked back at the 22 things I wrote and 18 of them came true um which is crazy and the four that didn't were like the ones that I wrote down that were like real out there like it was like I will meet Ariana Grande shit you not I wrote that down so I did it again this year um I wrote down 10 things that I was grateful for for 2022, 23 things I was grateful for or that I wanted 20, 2023 to bring me. I haven't looked at it yet because it's not the end of the year. It's um, still got a few weeks. Obviously, by the time this goes out, I probably will have looked at it, but I'm excited to see what has come true. And I highly recommend it. So if you're like, oh, I want to do that. Seriously, take out you know, your journal or a piece of paper, your phone, I don't care where you write it, just write it down, and write down 10 things that you're grateful for that 2023 brought you, and write down 24 things you want 2024 to bring you, because it's a new year, baby, and everything resets a little bit. Um, but I'm excited to do that again this year. I was going to share what I wrote down, but I didn't want to look at it yet, and I feel like it's a little personal. Because right? I probably wrote some personal things down. So. And I don't want to chinks any of it either. Because the year is not over. So. Maybe that will be. The first episode of 2024. We'll see. I'll have to look at them first. Because they could be. Real. Um, like I said. Personal. That shouldn't be on the internet. So. That. I think, yeah, that brings us to the end of this episode. I'm curious. Let me know uh, what you learned this year. I don't know how you'll let me know. Comment on the Instagram, I guess. Follow it. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, Do all the things, you know? Like, if you love it, support it. I'm just kidding. But I'm very grateful for all of y'all. I hope you also all had an amazing year. And if you didn't, I hope it encourages you to live 2024 the best way that you can because I know that's what I try to do this year and I feel like I mean it wasn't perfect but it definitely was better and it's really comforting to know that it is so thank you guys so much for listening have a happy new year and I will see y'all oh my god I again I said it but you know what fuck it I'll see y'all in 2024